in America, we have laws, laws against killing, laws against stealing, and it's just accepted as a member of American society, you will live by these laws. In Cleveland, Ohio, there's another society which has its own laws. Football is a way of life. Nobody does it bigger and better in football than Ohio. I absolutely believe football is more important than the actual laws in Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome to the show. It's Orange is the New Brown. Welcome back. It is the Orange is the New Browns podcast. I'm KT. As always, to my left is Brian. I'm here. Guess what? Your voice is out again. It's out and again? And we won by 20 points yesterday. I know. Can you believe it? Yeah, I was I was nice and calm the entire game. I even had some Rebel ice cream. It's keto-friendly. Yeah, keto-friendly. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. It was only two net carbs per serving. Wow. That, yeah. That's pretty awesome. It was pretty good ice cream. So, Rebel, if you want to sponsor us, that's fine. I watch it. I'll eat you. While I watch the Browns beat every team we play. Exactly. That's what I did. Well, just like... Why did you, you yell? Why did I yell? Well, there's a few things, but we'll get to KT's talking points in a little bit. More, more. I was yelling for joy. Yesterday was a another the 50th season of Monday Night Football on yeah. ESPN. Yeah. And guess what? Just like 50 years before, Cleveland versus the Jets, Cleveland beats the Jets. It's true. Last night, Cleveland beats the Jets. It's a lot of history for Cleveland because we were the uh, first Monday night football game, and Cleveland won in Cleveland that night 50 years ago. You know, a very interesting fact. Municipal Stadium. Is, did you see the picture of them coming off the airplane? Probably. Did you know that was Photoshopped? No, I had no clue. Everybody was wearing hazmat suits. Oh, yeah. Due to mono. Mononucleosis. Yep. I heard that word about nine times. Didn't you say something about a sports rider? Yeah. So the funny thing about this whole situation, we found we found the carrier. Who's the carrier? Le'Veon Bell. He uh, came from Pittsburgh. No kidding. Who would have thought? So he uh, apparently somebody licked off a quarterback in practice instead of picked off, and that's where it's all started. That's yeah. where it all started. It all starts. We're breaking with, news here. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell is the carrier. Yeah. He licked Mono. another guy. The other guy licked the quarterback, and now Sam Darnold's out for seven weeks. I mean, it's just a matter of time before Tom Brady goes down. We know that nobody's kissing Sam Darnold, other than his mom and his gam gam. <laughs> yeah. So, well, he's an ugly dude. Another Pittsburgh Steeler slash Raider ended up Ooh. in New England. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time before Tom Brady, like I said. He's uh, Tom Brady might. He might need to watch out. But. Because that might not be mono. Tom Brady's that a dirty guy. That stuff might not wash off. Yeah. Tom Brady's a dirty guy. Just saying. He cheats anyway. So, again, we won last night. Handed. 23-3. to And why are people so, like, up in arms about the win? Let me tell you why. Because if we win. We won by 20. Right. That's a blowout in the NFL. It is a blowout. That's not a. That's a and college football is like, oh, man, you might drop at that. I mean, NFL, they, you're like, that's that's a win. You're playing professionals every night. They're complaining about his 325 yards passing with one touchdown. Who one cares? The only thing I had problem was his completion percentage. Yeah. Only completing less. He was like oh, a little over half. I know that you're not you're you're not on my theory on this, but I really completely do believe. Against, completely I, against it because there's never I, been anything. I, I really that. believe that something has to do with the bruise on the hand. There's no bruise on his hand. He had a bruise. He didn't have a bruise. He did. No. It said it in the net. It was a hickey. He just got married, him and Emily got <laughs> freaky, and that's I mean, all that happened. I mean, he cuts the field at you know two thirty on. Uh, what's going on with Fake Mayfield right now? Is he's too amped? He's trying to force things. 
Yeah, him I mean, and Freddie are trying to push things downfield. And yesterday, I had our five keys to victory over the New York Jets. Okay, let's hear them. And we hit a few of them. Didn't hit them all, but we actually victory. We had a few victories there. So it was nice to see that we actually had a few. Number one for our actual victory, run the ball with Chubb more. Didn't do that. Nope. At all. Nope. He got a touchdown. It was a beautiful 19-yard 19 19 touchdown. Wonder why. Because he's a beautiful man. Because they're pounding the ball. Yeah. There's a joke there with his last name, <laughs> Chubb, but I'm going to avoid that. We're going to avoid that. To protect Baker. They did a better job protecting Baker this week. Yeah, they yeah. They did a better yeah. job. He didn't get sacked five times. No, he didn't get sacked so. five times. But he forced the ball into place. You need to have number three. This didn't happen. Fast developing routes that get the ball out faster. The one time we did it, it went 89 yards. 89. Fast developing route. A cut for OBJ, cut up a field, boom, boom, 21 miles an hour, almost 22. Yep. Touchdown city. The fastest speed this season in an NFL game. Broke it from the day before because Julio Jones broke it the day before. Yeah, with 20. Yeah. I watched that game. I broke it a few years back when I ran 34 miles an hour. That's pretty amazing. I ran down the street. So. Were you running from the cops or what? No, it was a taco truck. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> number five. Keto friendly, of course. Stay. It was back. Not then, man. It was like <laughs> fatted up, bro. Five was stay disciplined. From start to finish. And for the most part, that happened. Except for Miles. Our offensive line didn't have holding penalties. Hardly any. There was, there's a few. They few had a few false here. starts, yeah. but it wasn't anything like the Tennessee game. Right. They, they, they corrected most of those issues. To there's me, still some mistakes. There's, there's still mistakes, and, and no team is going to be perfect. None. It, because this well, is. Well, they are it, perfect because they're cheaters like this, the freaking Patriots. Did you notice? Did you see? Uh, obviously, you watched the game with Julio. Right? With yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched the right. Falcons game. I fell do asleep. You real, do you realize who the officiating crew was It was a on? freaking one from the Titans game. Who Flags on that? every drive. So, again, the NFL, I've told y'all last week, and I, we tweeted. We, I tweeted. First tweet ever. You, you don't need to. Breaking s- news. You don't need to talk about the refs. Breaking news. Boop, 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 boop. I tweeted first time Sunday night about me breaking the news yeah. on our last You podcast. tweeted about yourself. I tweeted myself. Yeah. Yeah, you How did. awesome is that? It was like a third-party tweet. It was like a third-party tweet. You know, it was like a third a person. Party. Like a third person. It was like a first-person, yeah. third-person situation. Yeah, it was one of those things. So, again, I called it last week. Then I watch a game, and they're – I mean, it was like I was I was it's having – the same officiating. Thing. I was having PTSD from last week watching the Falcons do you want to Do you want to go with the, the six degrees of separation right now? Go for it. Okay, remember last year against the Raiders? Yep. Okay, remember that Derek Carr sack fumble – we would have taken him back for a touchdown. Yep. Play was blown dead. <laughs> same referee did it to the, the Saints this year. The exact same referee. Yeah. Same situation. Turn the game. Yeah. Now, I mean, the Rams, like, handedly I mean, beat the Saints. The, but the Saints were not down at that point. Yeah, but they, – They were the, still going. But we're talking, about a, we're talking about a team that just lost their, you know, franchise quarterback. T's and P's to the Saints T's right and now. P's to Drew Brees. And Drew Brees. And I understand you're probably right-handed, so those showers are going to be weird. It's going to be different. So – so I don't know about you. I mean, so, he's gonna have T's to have, and P's, Drew Brees. He's gonna have to have a split. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, uh, so continue. That's what I'm saying. Like, so our our officiating was I I liked the officials yesterday. I thought they were pretty fair. Somebody on uh, Brown Twitter last night was like, "Hey, who would you give a game ball to?" And I was like, "The refs. They called a great game. They didn't interrupt the flow of the game except for the, the only time the OBJ the third sh- and goal that should have been a touchdown probably would have been a touchdown if he'd have been on on the actual field. Yeah." I think that distracted it, and that caused a problem because it, what does it do? It interrupts the game plan. You know what you do when, at that point? 
you uh, you, you call, call a timeout. timeout. <laughs> That's all you got to do. I mean, we're in the first half. I don't know why we didn't call a timeout. But, yeah. again, let's go to this. I mean, since we're already talking about this issue, let's talk about Alvin, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara has a gold tinted, which was on Twitter. Yeah. All over Twitter today. A gold tinted visor. Yeah. And here we are last night in an open field and they call that on OBJ. Yeah. Do I feel that they're picking on him? He's not just being picked on. Definitely. I feel that the fact is is sometimes you're your worst enemy when you do things that you know is against the rules. Now, they were looking for something because A, he was wearing his watch during practice. It wasn't even like a real And then watch, he didn't man. even wear the watch. So they had to find something else yeah. to pick on him about. And of course they're talking about his visor. Yeah. So again, are they picking on him? Possibly. Can this problem be fixed? Definitely. I liked the watch situation. Be straightforward. Everybody's saying it's a new watch. Because he can clock himself when he's running. Yeah, he had a new watch. It was a two million dollar watch. And they said that there was a fake. No, that's what that's what that's what everybody was saying. They're going to say it, but it's Odell Beckham Jr. It's not a fake. Come on. So the guy's a millionaire. But an ESPN analyst, um, Lewis Riddick, yep, was wearing the watch. He was wearing the watch, and I when when it popped up, I said, "That's the watch," and nobody acknowledged it till the very end. Right then, he was was the watch, and I I was was watching it. But nobody, like nobody on the actual sports, you know, Steve Smith or Steve, what, what was his name, Steve, Steve Young, Steve Young. I don't even know why. I have his how, book. How do you not know who's book? Young? Whoa. Yeah. Having a brain lapse. Well, it's okay. I mean, I mean NFL Network has Steve, Steve Smith. Yeah, that's I true. I watch a lot of NFL Network. There you go. So, Randy Moss was trash. I don't know how he has a job. Like, just awful. You've been mossed. It was awful. I don't understand so that. I mean. Just uh, watch, the, watch uh, it, it, and it was like, kind of, and, and then, they then went to like, him, hey, he was like, well, there's a breakdown in there, uh, but there, uh, yep, uh. My favorite part Live was TV. my favorite part of his whole thing was all right. We're gonna be you got mossed. Yeah, and then two seconds later, come on, man. Yeah, it was, I mean, come on, man, you got mossed. So like, what they should have done confused. is just rewind the film. Yeah. from fifteen minutes prior when he was talking, and we couldn't understand what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I had no because clue. Because I don't know where he was going with these conversations. No, he had no clue. And say you got mossed. Come on, man. Yeah, just mossed. You did it to yourself. I mean, bro. Come on, come on, come on. Anyways, Steve Young was staring at like, what was going on here? Like, I mean, Steve Young seems like he's kind of lost sometimes when he's talking. Well, he's got, I mean, he got hit a lot. And he know, and I mean, he's got CTE. Like, let's be straightforward. Him and Aikman both have CTE. Those dudes were hit a lot. Well, I mean, T's and P's to the brains. I can't, I can't tell if it's Troy Aikman's drunk on, on air because his eyes are always bloodshot. I don't know. Maybe he's just got really bad allergies. He might. Or. And he works with Joe Buck. I mean. And we don't know what Joe Buck smells like. Uh, he could be wearing something offensive. Black Panther. Black Panther. And it works sixty percent of the like time. Gasoline. Every time. Yeah. So that's the crazy thing here. There you go. So the keys to the game, our run game, they don't need to go away from, and that's it, like we have Nick Chubb, we have Nick D- Chubb. Ernest Johnson. Dearness Johnson did great. Dude, did better was, than Dontrell Hilliard. I think he's better so than Dontrell. He he actually taken hit, roll off of him, and he actually he's a little bit more elusive. I don't know. It, it, during the preseason, I said the exact opposite. And I told and you. Now and now, Dearness Johnson is like, okay, this guy's real. I told you, I watched him during the preseason. I was like, the yeah. way he was hitting the holes and the way that he was seeing the field, he, to me, he's the best second running back on the team. Yeah. Behind. Well, the, he has size until, too, he has until week eight. Yeah. Week eight. You have Kareem Hunt coming. I mean, so. I, that's a scary thought of what could happen. Yeah. Because I would definitely be running the eye and doing all sorts of stu- crazy stuff with that. Running the eye? Why not? Uh, the, we're going to run the eye. Is you, don't gonna gonna a, right you, don't, you don't know if it's going to be a run. You don't know if it's going to be a bubble Let's get screen. out there and do the wishbone. You don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. Let's go there and wishbone it. 
it's just crazy. So I mean, come on. They did it with Landry last night. Yeah. I mean, he was in the backfield. Yeah. So once again, great five keys to victory. Here's my keys to victory. You ready for this? Yeah, go for it. One, just play football. Okay. One. That happened. Okay. Two. Okay, that's easy. Make sure that I don't hear the whistle a hundred times. That that was checked. Yeah. Number two, checked. Number three, quit picking on Odell. It didn't work. They they picked on him. So that was a one sixty one and a touchdown. Like Well, I mean they picked on him that was as like in Madden stats. Um, they, so he could have had an I think I think that third down would have been a, a fa- you know, a fade route corner of the end zone. Yeah. Why not? It's Odell. Let him jump up there. Let him get it. I don't care if it's Landry doing the same thing because they're both equally talented. Equally. <clears throat> Next is the fourth is defense. Just be defense. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. And number five, Freddie, you need to run the ball. Yeah. And technically that's that goes for six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. Run the ball. Please run the ball. So here's my here's my where I say from here. So the defense did pretty well. I thought but they if were they, amazing. But if they didn't do well against a third string quarterback, even a second string quarterback who hasn't played in two years, right? Then there's issues. I so, thought they played. I thought they played stellar. They played smarter, and they played against Le'Veon Bell that looked pretty good. Oh, he looked amazing. But you have these cornerbacks who are not willing to make tackles like they were last year, which Denzel Ward looks god awful right now. He well, looks I awful mean, in coverage, and he looks awful in tackling. I don't know if he's just so. I, the new system's different. Me, well, it, here's here's my opinion. Because they're running covers. He had two concussions last year. Yeah. And so, would you want to hit somebody that's twice your size if you know that most likely your brain's going to wiggle a little bit? Or do you want to avoid that situation? You're going to avoid know. it. And yeah. that's what ha- he's trying to do these leg tackles and completely miss most of the time. And in coverage, he's not doing that great. Yeah, but you're talking about so. Joe Schobert also. Oh, Joe Schobert. He, he was sliding off. the team he in was, tackles, though. I know he did, but, I mean, I watched – a few of these runs that he could have stopped, but, but he slides off the guy. Kirksey, I don't even know if he's even in the game half of the time. Uh, only time I hear his name being called out is if he's he's done one decent thing. Normally, Kirksey, you know, three years ago, even with the worst team, the 0-16 team or the 1-15 team, he was the spotlight. And I don't know where where his spark is, but I feel like he could step it up another notch. I, I think those linebackers – I. I Here's the deal. Mac made a, a personal foul by leading with the helmet. Now, I don't necessarily I, – I get the whole lean, uh, leading with the helmet thing because he tucked safety. down. Yeah. But he made a tackle. Yeah. He still made a tackle. Yeah. There's a difference. He's at least making the effort. He needs to clean it up, uh, his technique up a little bit. Yeah. But we're talking about he didn't shy away. He didn't do those little rope-de-rope, you know, I'm going to yeah. grab you by one thing. The only person that can possibly grab by one one foot is probably Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. And definitely uh, Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. Both of those guys look stellar. Uh, you know, they're, the the, off- the front line looks good. The safeties, I was super impressed with Burnett again. He's That dude is a hard-hitting guy. Yeah. He also missed a tackle. Murray looked lost. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we want Darius Randall to come back as soon as possible. So, that's my take on the defense. The defense good job, good job folks. Just keep it up. You just keep going. Yeah. Just got to clean up some things. Yeah. Clean it up. Yep. Bless them. Get some Clorox. Mm-hmm. I mean. Get some wipes. I'm sure they all got decontaminated 
Got before, to. Before it was like a hazmat area. Yeah, they spread Outside them. of the stadium. It was like E.T. Yeah. It was I like mean, E.T. Yeah, they got the big dome tents yeah. and everything. Yeah. I mean, the That's what thing. basically would happen. Yeah. So, and I heard that they actually, when they put the plane in the hangar, it was decontamination. You had to. Decontamination yeah. done with that also. Yeah. So. If there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. It's going to start in New York. It's going to be in the New York era. Yeah, for sure. possibly Pittsburgh. Well. Most it, likely Pittsburgh. Most, lo- most likely it starts in Pittsburgh. And, and then ends, spreads and up. spreads. Spreads there. Yeah. So Cleveland, if anything happens in Pittsburgh, you got to move because you guys are close. You guys are close to that freaking red zone. Right. So that's the situation. Speaking of Pittsburgh. Speaking of Pittsburgh. Big Ben. Big Ben teasing piece to your elbow, bro. Yep. Hate to see you go down because we were, I was looking forward to beating you twice this year. Beating you. Twice. Beating you. Yes. And your horrible Steelers. And now we're going to beat the Steelers with Mason Randolph. Right. Who, in my opinion, one of my new favorite followers right now on Twitter, Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah? Larry Johnson. Really? Former Kansas City running back. I think this guy is walking CTE. So everything, everything is a you know his story leading up, yeah, in Penn State and all his crazy. Yeah, so he has a lot of crazy stuff now. But it's he's gotten to. But here's the thing, he's got a voice of he's got a very rational voice right now, and everything makes sense. So, a lot of these players and a lot of these like celebrities that are growing up, like getting their shot. Yep. Somebody dies close in their family, and there's like this tragic event that occurs randomly to get them their shot. Big Ben broke his elbow on a regular pass. Like, on a regular pass. He pump faked, threw it, and then grabbed his elbow. Nobody had touched him. So, we have to look into Mason Randolph because he's doing some uh, Mason. You heard of the Masons? Masonic traditions. They're doing some rituals there, man. (laughs) And so, he's done some rituals. We got to see if anybody's close. He did go to Oklahoma State. He did. So, we got to get into his family and see who died. What tragic person died in his family just recently? Because that person probably was a sacrifice. That's a little weird. Yeah. That's a little But that's dark. Larry Johnson. That's dark. So Larry Johnson, I think, would agree with that assessment. Wow. So uh, Satan plays it. a hand in everything. That's crazy. Yeah. And we were literally just talking about the book of Job. Literally just talking about it. That's true. So so I like to call it the book of Job because it's spelled Job. It says Job. And I create Jobs. Yeah. I do the best Jobs. So... Let's talk about the media for a second. I've kind of ignored them. Well, and <clears throat> my question is is I get it. We got to have we got to have if we win, we're not good enough. If we lose, we are who they thought we were. I mean, that was Danny Green I, right there. Yeah, Danny Green. Right. We are who they were. But and and I'm also channeling, you know, uh, last week on the Titans, but yeah, I don't know if they caught this on ESPN, but they lost to Indianapolis to with a Colts. backup quarterback. Yeah, which I think Brissett's going to be fine. But he trained under Tom. again. We're talking about TB12. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, under Bill Bill Belichick, he might be the actual sister to the world. TB12. <laughs> think well, about uh, it. he's 42 years old and, and the still dude ticking. is like. I mean, think about in the next 15 years, the great quarterbacks that's going to be in the NFL right now. Bake Mayfield. Josh Allen. He's looking pretty decent right now. Yeah, he is. Looking pretty decent. Uh, in you're, Buffalo. You're going to have that Trevor Lawrence kid from Clemson. And then Tom Brady. In the next 15 years, uh, Tom Brady is still going to be quarterback and for the New England uh, Patriots. I'm still, I'm still out on the, the, the uh, I'm just Clemson naming, quarterback. I'm just, I'm just naming young Lawrence. kids. I'm well, if you're kids. talking young, <clears throat> we still got 
you still got Josh Rosen that that you can't you can't blame blame the guy. T's and P's to Josh Rosen. I mean that guy. He's in a bad situation. Wilkes got handed that in California and in, in, in Arizona. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, Rosen was dealt that hand right along with Wilkes. Yeah, then he gets shipped out to Miami. Yeah, and then they decide, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and ship everybody else out the door. Yeah, we're going to lose all your weapons. I have a thought process that there. That's the reason why Fitzmagic will still stay in there for the rest of the season. Rosen will come in here and there. But I think I think they probably have already talked to him and said, here's what we're doing. It's going to be a bad season this year. Yeah. We're going to collect all these first round, second round, fifth round, sixth round for the next two years, and we're going to do the Cleveland Browns draft. Or we're going to trade for who we want at some different times. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We tried that for like six years, and it didn't work out too well. So – yeah, I mean, we've got did, Johnny Manziel and Justin Gilbert. Neither are in the NFL anymore. Well, I mean, anybody that out of those regimes are not there anymore, practically. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's very interesting how the news media is so, you know, and, and it's exactly what Baker said. You're, you're just going to trash us after the, you you know, the after, trash can. put us in the trash can, which is, to me, I wish we would have won the game week one, but week two played out exactly how I thought it was. Yeah. The Jets, even with Sam Darnold, that game would have still won. won. Yeah. We would have still won. I don't. I, I think. I think Sam Darnold would have thrown more interceptions. He'd have made more mistakes. More mistakes. Because you put him under pressure. That's when he throws the ball that's, away. I mean, he is a USC quarterback. Sorry. T's and P's. Mike's Mark Sanchez. Yeah. And Matt, Matt Liner. I'm just saying they're a system quarterback that yeah. never really worked. Yeah. Jimmy so. Clausen. Right. Jimmy Clausen might have been from Notre Dame. He was Notre Dame. But still, T's and P's. Notre Dame has those same quarterbacks. Right. Brady Quinn, Sean Kaiser, Jimmy Clausen. Yeah. T's and P's. Anyways, so the news media, I mean, all day was like, Minus Jim Rome. Did you hear Jim Rome? Yeah, well. Dude's like, I'm not listening to crap. Well, Jim Rome is, I don't know what. Stay on the wagon. I was like, I like this guy. I know, which is very odd because he did not like Kenny Lofton. And that is not right. Well, that was the '90s. Well, still, you know. I mean, come on. Yeah. That team was electrifying. I mean, they created electricity. Yeah. I mean, I'm still feeling they powered you know, the it. early, the '94, the '95, the '96, the '97s, all that until yeah. Albert Bell was traded, and then well, it he went was all, traded in like '96. And then it went. Yeah, went, down. It went down there. We still went to the World Series. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we lost. Yeah, we so. went further than we did with Bell. We lost in five don't, games against the Braves. Well, seven games against the Marlins. Still, you, it, it's a it's a soft spot. Yeah, don't go there. Who's well? Don't who's better, there. Albert Bell or Roberto Alomar? Who was a better Indian? Uh, that's easy, Albert Bell. I would disagree with you there. Bell was the meanest outfielder, the meanest player. I gotcha. In the major leagues, and he had he didn't care what anybody thought, yeah. and that's why I liked him. And he actually smiled when our mom was giving him props. Yeah. Like making Albert Bell blush. But he also Have you ever seen Albert Bell blush? You don't. Yeah, you don't. But he also denied to give us an autograph. Well, I mean, so, so did Jose Canseco. Well, that was a different team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I still got still. his autograph though, like six years later. Yeah, whatever. Well that's is that when he was going through rehab or what? When he was back with the Rangers. Oh, okay. So him and Juan <laughs> Gonzalez, I got both their autographs. And Juan Gonzalez put his nose up in the air that day. Yeah, well, I got his. I got his. Uh, you know, I got autographs though, bro. So, with with the news media, I know that we keep going back and forth to this. I just I felt like 
they're being pretty unfair to this team. They're going to be though. And, and I want them. I, I want. I want some consistency. I'm, I appreciate Rome saying what he said. Obviously, I didn't even. I didn't even click near the Fox Sports page because of Colin Coward. So I did not even read. I don't care what he has to say for the rest of the year. I haven't blocked. That's good. I blocked him on our pod. Our and he should podcast. be blocked because he was using our content anyways. Probably. The guy doesn't have his own content. Yeah, I know. And his daughter's a hood rat, apparently. And I'm like, hey, keep the kids out of it. I saw that. That was kind of... Keep the kids out of it. It's pretty bad. But Colin Coward, that's what you get. You know what I mean? It is what it is, what Yogi Berry used to say. It is what it is. Yep. So, you've lost viewers. So... you're going to lose them. Let's talk about... Let's talk about past the media. What is... What are you looking forward to this week, Sunday night? Sunday night, we play the Rams. Rams. So... Not St. Louis. Los Angeles, but every single announcer still calls him St. Louis like six times. I a say game. it like twice daily. So I'm you like, you know, we St. Louis, Louis, right? You, you talk about St. Louis all the time. <laughs> playing those Rams, huh? Yeah, we're you playing know? those Rams, those St. Louis Rams, those, those those St. Louis Rams of Los Angeles. So yep. So <laughs> I would say the uh, it, it's going to be a true test. We're we're facing a very because Tennessee's offense wasn't great. Let's be straightforward. We just made a lot of stupid penalties that game. Yeah, I mean, we hurt ourselves that yeah. game. That game should have been ours. That game should have been easily ours, but we but when kind you, of messed, messed ourselves up by I don't 18 know. penalties, 150 yards. I guarantee you we're going to look back at or next week. We're going to look back, and some team is going to have some bigger team that has the star players like New England or yeah. or uh, you know, the, it's the somebody ones, else the is going to get punched in the mouth. Right. Somebody's going to get punched in the mouth by the referees. Yeah. Okay, I'm going back to the I'm rest. hoping I'm hoping the Rams okay. get punched in the mouth by the referees. And that referee group will probably be, and people will be like, that was the worst refereeing thing. And I'm sure Atlanta has a lot to say about that. I'm sure Philadelphia has a lot to say on that one. Yeah, the entire. Because that, that officiating crew it's is trash. a problem. It's awful. So, on that note. Same with the Saints and Rams. Just like I country. said about the officiating crew, and I was right again, and we watched the game that just, it was it was like watching the Browns the week prior that game with the the every five seconds the whistle's going off this week all right you ready for this no. i said it last week about the referees yeah this week i'm calling myself out on my prediction who did i say we're gonna beat this week you, you said we're gonna beat the rams it's gonna happen yeah and you know why it's gonna happen because you said it. because i said it yeah and when i tweeted KT when i retweet so. when i retweeted third person Third person we retweet in an elevator, on my way. You have a first person up to tweet? the top level penthouse. And a third person tweet of the Overton Tower. Why isn't there not a second person tweet? <laughs> well, because I don't know. Isn't that weird though? Yeah. How would you have a second person tweet? You have a first person tweet. Well, it's a third person. And tweet. third person, KT's it's gonna in tweet third KT. Person. Yeah. Brian thinks that KT's talking too much about third person stuff. See, there you go. So, but first again, person stuff. I'm calling it nine seventeen nineteen. We beat the Rams this week. That's true. What I'm calling is that I hope our guys have a great game. Play smart. Play fast. Play hard. And just, just destroy the Rams. You know, just destroy them. Make this a statement game. Punch them in the mouth. Yeah. And then be aided by some questionable calls that go our way instead of against us. So that's what I'm looking forward to for, for Sunday night. But I'm tired of these night games. I'm seriously tired. I love these afternoon games where I'm done at 3.30. I can get my emotional, my emotion reset. I didn't go to bed until like 12.30 last night. 
because I was like, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew right now. We won a game. Yeah. I got to watch all this stuff. About I mean, Cleveland. I watched Scott Van Pelt late on ESPN. SVP. I watched all the uh, the breakdown, conference, the, 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 uh, the, the quarterback, you know, they're at the podium, you know. They're having their, like, uh, interview sessions. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. I watched all those. And then I watched the Cleveland Browns put out the Friends video of the Browns, and it was great. I hadn't even watched it yet. Yeah, it was amazing. They did a friend spoof with oh, Browns I, players. I, I saw it. It was all over. It was all over. It was the amazing. Media. But here's my deal. Social media, great job. I was job, so Browns. amped up last night. I mean, how amped up were you, KT? I mean, pretty amped up. I mean, that it's an awful like, joke. It is. It is. So. It's like Mountain Dew's amp. Anyways, um, I was watching, you know, Sports Center, which I no, constantly no, no. do. No, 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 and. What I really enjoyed is is Freddie Kitchens in the locker room. Guess what, people? When he said at his press conference on Sunday when we lost that we're going to reevaluate and look at the tape, we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see what these guys are made of, and he knows what those guys' hearts are, and we'll see if they come together. Yeah, and they came together. I don't care. You go from eighteen penalties down to eight penalties, and the, and it's. You know, ticky tack stuff, except for Miles Garrett's two personal fouls. But he had like and, four fouls on himself, and, and Max yeah. uh, uh, leading with a helmet. Other than that, I thought the team played consistent, stress-free football. Yeah, I wasn't worried about it at all. I mean, Beckham looked like he was, you know, Beckham when we first started watching Beckham play when he entered this league and we started grabbing these one-handed things, putting up 160, 170 point or you know yards. With ten, you know, ten receptions. Guess what? He did that in what five, six receptions. Six receptions, hundred sixty yards. I mean, that's. Touchdown. I mean, come on. Odell, who? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Greg Williams, who? Yeah. Greg Williams. Bounty. What? So bounty. Uh, and and then obviously they didn't want to talk about that. Of bounty. <laughs> so, again, I called it us over St. Louis. You did call it <laughs> St. Louis Rams over the St. Louis Rams. Los now Angeles. Now it's the Battle Los Hawks. Angeles. St. Louis Battle Hawks. Battlehawks. Yeah. Oh, the XFL. Yeah. yeah, the XFL. We're co owners of that team, by the way. <laughs> so it was easy to get in. It was really it was easy. really easy to get in. I, th- I think it was like a dollar to get in on It was the a stock. very I mean it's pretty it's pretty it inexpensive. Less, I think it was on sale. The stock was Yeah, it was like penny stocks. Yeah. It was like penny stocks, yeah, it was bro. Crazy. So so anyways. If they go crashing, we're losing about eight dollars. So So with that. That's nuts, bro. That we gotta win. We did get a win. One and one, people. Stay positive, Browns fans. Yeah. I don't understand this like negativity about just the Rrr, like here's situation. Baker could have been better. Baker could have been better. Play calling could have been better. Play Miles Garrett could have been better. better. We've already talked about that. Yeah. But a win's a win. Celebrate it. We two we, years ago we weren't winning shit. Yeah. <laughs> so two years one ago you weren't winning nothing. The mm. only thing I won was getting my direct TV bill reimbursed because the Browns were that bad. That's the only thing I won. Yeah. Was my battle with Directv, and they still let me watch the Browns, even when they reimbursed me. They let me watch them. It was not a good watch, but now I'm like, hey, now I got a team. I got Odell Beckham Jr., I got Jarvis Landry, a concussed David Njoku, Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield. The list goes on. Yep. And it's not Madden. No, it's I don't not have Madden. a PlayStation Four controller in my hand. This stuff is real. I have a Directv commercial in my a TV, a TV remote in my hand. Where I can hit mute when I get tired of these people talking. Right. Like Booger McFarlane and Joe Tessitore, which is the worst crew in football. I don't know. Worst I crew mean, in football. They're, they're, I, when I Baker throws th- an eight-yard screen and he goes, well, Baker's got problems with the interceptions. Like, who says that? That's not even part of the game, bro. I, I get it. But 
mononuclo- mononucleosis. I heard that like nine times. There's a bunch. It's called the kissing bug, bro. You got to remember, they got a monitor that it's telling them what His name's saying. Booger. So His name's Booger. And they showed him sacking Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, he can get out of here with that. Yeah. <laughs> so That's why he's an ESPN analyst and not a coach. Yeah, that's exactly why. How about that? But on that note, I thought they're not the worst officiating crew. They, no, they're the, worst, they're the worst announcing crew. They're announcing crew, yeah. They are the worst. I don't know. I mean, name one that's worse. I'd rather listen to Daryl Johnson and Tony Soprano. I forget what his name was. What was his name? Tony something. Played for the Ravens. I'd rather hear those two guys talk. That actually were exciting to listen to. And these guys were like, well, this is a pretty interesting game right now going on right there. You feel bad for Trevor Simeon. You feel bad for him. Like, be excited. John Gruden was like, hey, bro, that right guard pulled him. And he'd be so excited. Yeah, but here's, here's John Madden kept going there. Boom. Here's here's Boom. here's here's my thing about you can't. I don't like Chuck Howard Cassell was racist. I he I had that. Yeah, but these I guys have nothing. Well, here's my thing. I I really didn't care for Gruden because Gruden always goes back to, well, if it was my team, well, your team lost Sunday, bad to a division rival. That but he was ex- Derek he was, Carr he looked was excited good. To listen to. And y'all, you wasted can't deny that he two? wasn't fun to listen to. Yeah, well, when he, was, he would get jacked up on a right guard pulling, yeah, man, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> but the problem is, is just like his announcing, it wasn't that great to me. I liked it. He's a lot better than Booger and Joe Testatore. Uh, to agree to disagree on this, I don't one. think. I, I think the world agrees with me. Well, we'll see. I thought getting rid of Jason Winton would make like improve that Monday Night Football crew. It got it worse. And Jason Wynn was trash. Oh, so you're. I love you're, you're Al Michaels. Hammer, you're, you're, yeah. I love Al Michaels Chris and Chris Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Those guys are just sassy. Chris Collinsworth fun. just says what he means every single time. Every it doesn't matter. There's he no, no backs there. He is he is the filterless wide receiver. Yeah. that gets to talk about what he wants to talk about all the time, and, and he, gets no repercussions on it. No, other than the fact that he really wasn't that great of a receiver. He's all right. But I love his trash talking. Tony Romo, Jim Nance. Love it. Great. Tony. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Exciting. Yeah. They get in there and they're like, you know what? This guy's got a, this guy's a dirty player. They say it. You know what Booger and Joe's test was like? feel like I'm going to eat steak tonight, but i got to have somebody else chew it for me because it's just really boring. I don't know. I, I, I grind my teeth during the entire there's, game. There's some... There's some awesome. college college football announcers that I was listening to this weekend. And I was like, "You're talking about college football." When I had to like push a mute. thousand games. I had on. to put a, I had to push the mute button. A like thousand times. games, man. Whether it was Ohio State or whether it was the uh, USC and uh, BYU, haha, USC, you got beat. That's, Anyways, I mean, it was BYU. I called <coughs> that game. So, I was watching it. I called it. Yeah, I called I mean, that game. I was like, BYU's got this game. I, I said, I they're going to win Tennessee. in overtime, and they won in overtime. Yeah, I saw them beat Tennessee, and I was like, they're not going to lose against USC in double overtime on that yeah. one. So. so. Next week it's going to be double overtime with a BYU. But let's talk about the Ohio State Buckeyes. Let's, let's go into college. Perfect now. time to go into college. They are three and zero, and they are looking phenomenal. Let's just say the defense is amazing. There's no day in in, in night's world. No, there's no night in day's world. No, it's just day by it's day. It's just day by day. Day by day. Ryan Day. That day. He's undefeated. Yeah. Six and zero as a head coach. Go back to the three. Wins Go back that to he had. The th- and the three the big blowout wins. Herb's time off there. Yeah. So, but we're talking about a team that looks fast. Looks like they they, they looks like they've been playing together for a while. The, I think the first week, you know, everybody's got their little growing pains. Hey, but, it's their preseason. But basically. you look, I mean, you look at the beating they've been putting on people, and it, and it's not. And we're not talking. They're not giving up 
huge mistakes. They're not making no. They're not running the ball 100 million times with their their quarterback or no, doing this Urban Myers stuff that I don't really care. It's a for. pro style offense. Ju- Justin Fields is throwing the ball. Yeah, accurately too. Down the field. Yeah, and he's seeing it. And then on top of that, you got J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins is a beast. I mean, the guy almost 200 yards rushing against yeah. the Indiana Hoosiers. Right. And I mean, and it's been 100 plus, 100 plus, almost 200. Yeah. So well, his first game and in, in, his first ever career game was against Indiana, and right. he ran 180 yards his freshman year. I mean, to top that, he went back to Indiana and ran almost 200 yards. Yeah, dude's a beast. He's a beast. But then you have the best name in college football as his backup, Master Teague. Oh yeah, Master Teague, the <laughs> third. Master the third. Teague the third. Like you're the seventh. I'm the seventh. So <laughs> it's been like that for a while. <laughs> Master Teague the third. You have all these players, and you have Justin Fields. You have all these talented receivers that are just going unnoticed right now, because everybody's talking about the uh, Clemson Tigers and the Alabama, whatever they're called, Rolling Tad, Clemson, whatever Clemson Dad or whatever it is. I don't care. Here's the situation: the Ohio State Buckeyes will be in the playoffs, and we will upset somebody. Yeah, handedly. I I think this will be uh, Jim Harbaugh's last year. Yeah, we're gonna destroy them. I mean, Michigan's gonna. Michigan's like, gonna fire him. They couldn't even beat. Be, they could hardly beat Army. They almost lost the Army. Yeah, yeah. And then overtime. Yeah. So it's, Michigan looks horrible. They look like San Francisco did yeah. year three. Yeah. Just saying. Their quarterback talked all that mess, and he's like the worst quarterback in the Big Ten. Yeah. Like you, you thought you were the best quarterback, really? Speaking of bad quarterbacks, best ones in Ohio State. Frank, with Florida. That's oh. what you get for running your mouth. Uh, karma is very bad. Yeah, but you don't want to like karma, karma the injury. He karmaed himself. Simple as that. He's don't don't he's get bad. on the, when you you run your mouth. You oh, weren't bad. that good last year. You're not this good. You're not Tees really that peas. great. Teas and peas. I feel bad for him for being injured. But hey, buddy, yeah. you caused your own pain when you're up there yelling in the camera, acting like you're getting paid to do this job. You're not. But he might be. Yeah, he's going to be paid unless you're Tim he's Tebow. Gonna be, he's going to be paid by his insurance company. Tim Tebow. Well, Tim Tebow's totally different. Hey, guys, it's about being a part of Florida. It's about, about being a coach. In your school. We're supposed to be a coach. We'll be broke team. and eat ramen noodles and drink the off-market Gatorade. That's if, what we do. If we get paid, it changes the game forever. If I wanted an iPad, I'd call my mom and dad, and they'd buy it for me. Right now, I'm going to Tebow this right now. It's like, oh, my God, I'm Tebowing. It's so Be awful. quiet, I'm Tebowing. No. Okay. But I just can't believe that. Like The guy was, even like the college players, I nice dude, Tebow. bad take. Like, love, I love Tebow. Though. He's genuine. There's no, you can't, He's a you good can't guy. Even, you can't even get mad at Tebow. He can say probably the dumbest things sometimes. He he did right then. And it's still entertaining. He did right then. Tebow, you want to be on our show? Come on in. I mean, he's more than welcome to be on our show, but he's probably not going to like me. Let's be straightforward because I've <laughs> – No. I've said a lot of things. Well, so does Stephen A. Smith before. Now they're best friends. Yeah, but, like, that's Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. I'm a random dude from Texas. Who cares? What's the difference? So here's my we're here's my sports. take here's my take on we Tebow. Since we're in college, okay. Buckeyes rule. Buckeyes Let's just throw there. Here's my situation with Tebow. Number one, not all college players are Tebow. Let's throw that out there. They're not all coming from the same environment, coming from a very middle upper class, you know, high middle class upper class family. That's just not where it's at. A lot of these people are you know living in the dorms, surviving with their their scholarship money, barely. If they even get scholarship, if they money. ever get scholarship money, working two jobs. Two. The NCAA, one of the most corrupt organizations out there, period, makes over $1 billion off of just football. Just football. That's insane. One sport makes that 
organization, that one association, billion, right? One billion. Did oh, I yeah. say a million? Uh, it's I don't. I, I said billion. Tell. Billion, so one billion, billion, one billion is just coming straight off of football revenue. One million dollars. Billion dollars off of college players that aren't paid. Okay, there's the, that's the second one. Three, schools and businesses around those universities make money off these players by using their likeness. Players don't get anything for it. No. Four. Other than getting suspended and getting your head coach fired. Exactly. Just saying. Yeah, there's a yeah situation there. Number four. T's and P's best. We miss you. We do miss you. So come back. <laughs> Players should be their own brand and allow to monetize off of that. It's their brand. If they want to be sponsored, let them be sponsored. The state of California passed that. If they can be sponsored, let them be sponsored. Let them earn a little bit of money. You know what I mean? Because they, if they did a podcast in college, yeah, but and got sponsors, they wouldn't be able to get paid. Well, they can get they can get sponsored all they want, but they can't play with the NCAA. That's a, I mean that's all, the issue there is that. These states need to pass it where the NCAA has to say, okay, we have to allow to let them get some sponsorship. Do you think they're gonna get, everybody's going to get a Nike scholarship? No. No. But could you see a random basketball player with a hospital sponsorship here making a few thousand dollars a semester? Yeah, you could see that. Give them a chance to actually earn a living. And five, and the most important one of all. Most important. Tebow can't hit a curve. I said it. He said it. That's probably why he wouldn't be on our so. show. But here's here's my whole take on this. One – I do agree that it could change the purpose of what college football is supposed to be like. But let's put it in this perspective. Back maybe 10 years ago, let's go back just 10 years ago. Do you remember this many college players bailing out of their con- or bailing out on their scholarship with like the perfect example Justin Fields. Yeah. Bailing out on they weren't his, allowed to. His scholarship to go ahead and go play at another division, yeah, or you know, in another conference like the Big Ten, yep, that's pretty much what they're doing. They're already monopolizing themselves as they're like, well, you know, I'm not going to start here, but I'm sure going to go to Ohio State and start. Yeah. Now, is that a good thing for him? Yes, I believe yeah. so. I think I think I think it's a good it, thing for football too. I think it's a good deal. But here's my deal: you start allowing that, you start getting what we have in the NFL right now, where you got guys. And I get it. Let's let it. I want, don't want any of our NFL players, none of the Browns players, none of the NFL players, period, even the dreaded P word, any of their players. I don't feel like it's that bad of a deal that, that they should get paid more money for, for what they want, right? Because yeah. of their value. But here's the deal when you do that, not only are you ruining the team atmosphere of football period, because now it's no longer an I, it's no longer a me or a we, it's more of an I and me thing. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to do this. This is, it's still a team sport and you're hurting the sport in general when you're doing stuff. Case in fact, case in point, here we go. The NBA has caused every team in the NBA troubles because if you have a team like the Los Angeles Lakers or a team like Golden State or a team like Houston or a team formerly known as the Cleveland Cavaliers 2016 team 15 team when you can get they're these still the Cavs they're not formally known as the Boston Cavs. well the reason why I was formerly known as the LeBron Cavaliers my thing is is you're talking about players that are teaming up so they can play with their friends and it ruins the whole purpose of are you that good of an athlete to lead your team 
with what you have on your roster, doing doing the best you can to yeah. to to draft the right people, and instead of having it's it's like in business with monopolies. Okay, you don't want monopolies in business because it's bad for business, because the smaller man, like your small entrepreneur farmer. Small market. It's yeah. hard to fight yeah. these big corporate. We've talked. We've talked about that, right? We're, we're, yeah. we're, and we're talking about this. shared revenue. But it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing. This is the. This is where we're having this issue, and it's growing even more prevalent in the NFL as we speak. Yeah. Well, the the NFL though. Case uh, in point. The good thing is, is they have Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Case in point. Trent Williams right now sitting out. Melvin Gordon. You got all these big time How's players. How's the Chargers look though? Fantastic. They still they're still doing good without them. They lost. They still. Lo- I mean, it doesn't matter if they win or lose. They're not, they're, they're, they're not running winning. back is still putting up the same matrix of uh, of stats. I think you need was. to look at the stats there. So the situation though is that the NFL has that f- that shared. Do what Eckler had three touchdowns last week. I don't even know who Eckler is. He's the number one back right now. In Did they win? L.A. Yes, first first week. Did they win? I don't know about something. They lost like against. They lost against the Lions. Can you get, can you really can you really the hate the, the under, Cardinals? Can, can you really hate the? Uh, I hate the Cardinals. The Detroit, the Detroit Lions. Matt Stafford. You can't. That guy. I like Stafford. He's. From I like Texas. Stafford. But here's the situation: the NBA and the NFL and are two from, different teams Georgia because Bulldog. the NFL has shared revenue. Yep. They make every team competitive. If do so, they? yeah. When do you think? You're telling me right here, now that the. They make everything competitive because the Antonio the Brown makes makes everything competitive in the AFC East. I don't really care about them, Antonio Brown. But that's what I'm the saying is if we're the Cleveland every Browns that's team, playing them in the championship, AFC championship, do you think that is that is a fair market value of Antonio Bryant and our former player, Josh Gordon, being on a team with Tom Brady, getting every player because he got whiny and and sexually assaulted people on the way to New England? That's a different story. That's a different story. Yet. That's you, a completely different story. No, he's not. It, what I'm talking about is, yeah. I'm talking about Antonio Brown. We have Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry on the same team, but that's by trades, by trade, and that's what happened with both of those players no, by trade. He was dropped. No, that we traded Josh Gordon. No, I'm not talking about. But Antonio Brown Gordon was dropped. That's a that's or, a collusion. No, Gordon was, Let's Gordon just be was straightforward. Taken by a, like a, a compensation pick. The Antonio Brown thing will eventually be coming out as collusion. <laughs> yeah, he I got picked up too fast by the Patriots at a, at because a price I believe that, that that's it was what collusion. That's what they're building. That's so, that's what this is causing. But that's a cheater. That's the the Patriots are known cheaters. Those True. are known cheaters. True. They're they're the exception to the entire league. Flatgate. Yeah. And then you got Spygate. Spygate. Yeah. And then now you have Brown Gate. Yeah, it's going to happen there. It's kind of like a farm thing, but not. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying <laughs> to explain is that the NFL, though, has made each team competitive in regards to salaries. Really? Because, oh, yeah. In regards to salary. salary, because if you can't, because you look at here, you have a Houston team that's in the same conference as Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City is a small market team. Can they afford a Kevin Durant, a Russell Westbrook, a James Harden? Can they afford four of those players on the team? No. No. Can Houston? Yes. Yes. Can Los Angeles? Yes. Can New York? Yes. Can another team like Cleveland do that? The yes is yes, there, but with there, the luxury tax. Right. There's no shared revenue there. They're not allowing the teams to be competitive across the board, and that has allowed these super teams. Right. And Which, I can't believe we're in an NBA talk right now, and we've been a lot more passionate about this NBA talk than we were the NFL. But that's my situation is that I feel like but the, it goes, NBA it goes hand is, hand. the NBA is broke, and you're correct because the NBA is broke because they've allowed the big market teams to be big market teams. Because if you go back to the NFL back in the 90s, who owned the NFL? 
owners. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Yeah, he owned the much. NFL. Yeah. The Cowboys had every single good player in the 90s basically on their team. But the difference is, is they drafted those players. Not Deion Sanders. Well, not Kevin Ken Norton. And not, and not they were Charles able to, Haley and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about they were able Smith, to bring Michael Irvin, Alvin Harper, Troy Aikman. All those guys were draft picks. Leon Lett, yes. draft pick. Yes. But the difference is, is back then, you weren't going to be free agent so quickly. No. Because free agency, yes, it did exist, but you're not getting these max contracts. You're not getting this perfect example. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is, is an overly paid second-string quarterback. He's right a subpar quarterback. And he's getting paid like he's this ultimate guy. Now, I like Kirk Cousins. You like that? I like when he plays well. You like that? Like what? You don't get the joke. Oh, yeah. Do I like that? Yeah. You like that? <laughs> I was like, I was right in the middle of a spill. Sorry. Yeah. But you like that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, He's got me. He's got me clueless over here. But the whole point is, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins subpar. is a subpar. Co- Guaranteed and, but, it, but look how much problems that causes that team. Now you got to fill these holes, which we're going to fill this at some point on our team with the trades for uh, le- uh, for uh, OBJ, the trade for uh, uh, Olivia Vernon. When we got these guys coming up to contract years, and then we still got to pay Baker at some point. So here, here's here's what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is you allow these players to do stuff like that in college, it's going to happen, and it just carries over from the NFL to the college, and then we're going to get what we have right now in the NBA. Yeah. Trash. I, I would I disagree. Watch, I think it's going to be different. I used to like – I mean, LeBron did it with one to two superstars. One of those, drafted. The other one, he was like, come on, Kevin Love. Why don't you come over? We'll make a trade. And it worked. For two years, it's four years. We made well, the four championships. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we made the championship. We, we were won. like the Buffalo Bills, but All we won matters. one. We won one. Yeah. So take that, we'll take Kelly. Yeah, take it. Sorry, take that, take, take, take. I know that you've had some issues Bad with points. cancer, but we we really appreciate that fight. But yeah, you didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, neither did the Eagles in the nineties and two thousands. Yeah, now but, they did. Now they did. But Nick, Foles. let's just let's just put it this way: if you, when I'm coming down to the when we're talking about the Antonio Brown thing, I think you're right. There's some type of problem. Something happened. It's collusion. But I believe that if we continue the, to allow this to happen, if we continue to let this happen, it's going to end up in the NFL just like it is in the NBA, and that's a problem. So the funny thing, though, let's go back to Larry Johnson. He said <laughs> yesterday, no no joke, no joke he said this. The teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl have already been picked, and you'll see that as it, the season presents itself. And when he said that, he posted a picture of the New England Patriots and Antonio Brown and how they're handling the Antonio Brown situation because Antonio Brown is now two two people coming after him for sexual misconduct. Right. And yet, he's still not on the commissioner's exempt list. Well, then you he have shouldn't be able to play or practice. He can still be paid. But they need to be to do the investigation. They need to t- take him off the roster. The last time I checked, Josh Gordon failed another dope, uh, another failed drug test. He smokes two joints in the morning. Smoked two joints in the day. Yeah, you know, makes my, him feel all right. Makes him feel good. Yeah, Josh Anyways, Gordon. Teasing uh, piece of your career, bro. But Josh Gordon is given another chance after seven million chances in Cleveland, and then gets in trouble in New England, and still is playing. This just tells you. This this tells you 
Who has control of the league? Satan. Well, it's you said Jerry Jones, right, back yeah. in the 90s. Well, here we are, Mr. Kraft, Mr. I I didn't pay for sex, but Even we're, not, we're, we're not going to release that film. Yeah. Because, you know, he's an important person in the, in the New England community in Boston. Yeah. But here's the deal. I do my dirty money, in Florida. Money makes the world go around and makes things disappear. Yeah. Right? Except for if you're Aaron Hernandez. That's mm. a bad take right mm. there, bro. Mm. T's and P's. T's and P's to his to family. his family. Yeah. And, then the, the and to a CTE brain. To Lloyd Owen's family, too. Yeah. Lloyd Owen's found. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Because they're the ones that suffered the most out of this. Exactly. But again, back to the point. Here we are. Yeah. Week two over. We are one and one. One and one. You know what it sounds like? What? You know what this sounds like? It sounds like a good time to go to our fireside chats. Fireside chats? I'm kind of excited. It's going to be a good it's one. It's been a while since we... It's been a week. It's been know? a week. A little over a week. A little over a week. Fireside chats. Right. We're looking for a sponsor for Fireside Chats, by the way. So. We have moved our rich mahogany chairs back over to our sparkling, burning, warm fireplace. We're sipping on the finest Arizona iced tea. It's 99 cents at your local United. As we sit and reflect back on this week, we realize... We have a lot to be thankful for and happy about. First, the Browns won. It was an impressive victory where both sides of the team played well and the kickers shined bright. No whistles straight through a yellow pole. Two yellow poles. Two yellow poles. Three, if you count the bottom. You can. You could. If you want to, because that's how much a field goal is. It's three. The Browns are 3-0 and on primetime since last year. And we have another primetime game coming up. I expect us to go 4-0. The Browns uniforms, all white, shine bright under those New Jersey lights. So bright that at some points it was blinding. Blinding like OBJ running as fast as a beautiful leatherback sea turtle. Swing away from sharks trying to eat him. This weekend will also shine bright as we enshrine Clay Matthews Sr. in the Browns Hall of Fame. His name will go in between Ozzie Newsom and Joe Thomas, but he will always be golden in our hearts as number 57. Sadly, his son, Clay Matthews Jr., will be beaten to death during the game. Sad point. Last point. Freddie Kitchens. He had the right yeast this time. He baked up a beautiful victory. And that victory was moist and delicious. It was almost as good as the luxury watches that OBJ wore in both games. Two million dollars for a watch. Can I borrow 500 bucks? (laughs) <laughs> and that and that is our Fireside Chats Fireside Chats brought to you by hopefully Arizona Iced Tea 99 cents get them at your Love 7-Elevens them. Quick Tracks and soon to be H-E-B's coming at you coming at you so you know 
fireside chats are interesting. I love I, them, man. It's like my favorite thing. I, I think I, th- I think the fireside chats uh, will be better next week because I'll actually have something I need to say with it. I, I really was saving the the luxury watches for the right moment. You have to, and and you know, and it just came at that point. That's yeah. when I wanted to bring in OBJ's yeah. luxury watches. His luxury watches. So, just like the luxury watches tell time and says, you know what? It's past our bedtime. We're yeah, getting pretty close. So we're in our thirties. You know, you're in your late thirties. I'm in my late thirties. Man, I'm getting close. I'm in the mid thirties. So looking delicious. I don't know about you, but uh, I think I'm done. It's that time. It's that time. Our podcast is over. And if you didn't listen all the way through, you well, can. you can always go back. Yeah, you can. There's a rewind button. Yeah, just hit rewind. Hit play again. Go on Apple and rate us. Tell us that you love us. Rate us. We want to thank Your Mama's Dirty's Panties for a great review last week. Yeah, that was hilarious. Love the name. Great. So, wherever you're at, love it. It You know, you made it on our podcast. Yeah. So for go out there. Tweet it, review it, rate it, apple it, do what you can, get it, tell your game game. I mean, I I don't think you can you can get it on on uh, the luxury watch, but you can sure get it on an Apple Watch. You, yeah, you can. So so before we get off, go ahead. If you are not wearing orange and brown, you don't matter. We out. I wasn't done yet. Oh wow, yeah, man, you're totally ruining my ending. Well, I was I wasn't ready yet for the okay. ending. So our uh, bye bye. <laughs> We have to uh, shout out, shout out our Australian correspondent, David Evans Smith. He, uh, he and his wife, and family welcomed a brand new baby daughter on Monday. I'm assuming Tuesday because they're a day ahead of us. I wish I knew what the future was like. But David, congratulations on that baby! Congratulations, David. Our uh, thoughts and prayers are with you guys for healing, comfort, and excitement because that's a joyful time. But we know that you're not going to get any sleeps. So tease and peace to your sleep. Yep. And on that note, we're going to beat the Los Angeles Rams next Sunday. The Battle Hawks. This Sunday. Boom. Get ready for it, people, because we're ready. And we are out. Bye. The national media is going to be hating on our Cleveland Browns all week. So just remember this. If you don't wear orange and brown, then you don't matter. And Los Angeles Rams, on Sunday, you're going to be taking that L home with you, and we ain't talking about LeBron. Go Browns.